I'm studying in the policy school in Georgetown. That's my roommate. He's really smart. They have a course called the Data Science for Public Policy, so that's a STEM course, unlike MPP. Which is, is your degree STEM or non-STEM? That's Marcelo Barros. Marcelo Barros is the author of the International Advantage, Get Notice, and Get Hired, and founder of the International Advantage, a firm focused on helping international students find employment in the U.S. through the H-1B visa program. So my degree is a STEM course, but like the yeah. So the core course that they have,、uh, other than this, is MPP, which is Masters for Public Policy. That's a non-STEM course. Okay, but you qualify for the STEM extension, huh? Yes. Okay, good. Okay, that gives you some hope. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. Some. That's it. Today we talk about the outlook of F1 students in this COVID era. No, a little bit more than hope. I think with the, the STEM extension. I students who only have twelve months of OPT. Oh my gosh! I don't know what they'll do, but you know,、uh, sadly, a lot of international students just don't know the real implications of these decisions. Ami and Gaines, come join us beyond borders. So the way the way things have worked out is that like we had our spring break the first week of March, and by the time it was ending,、uh, the outbreak sort of evolved and it was pretty unpredictable, which is why Georgetown like pretty immediately and pretty smoothly they transitioned to online learning like entirely the the dormitories that were there, which is basically for the undergrads, they emptied it all. Like they asked the students to empty it, go to their permanent addresses. Like I'm pretty sure that the international students got、uh, a permission to stay because they can't actually go back home. Like like most people can't or won't. So that's there. They closed down the gym. They recently closed down the library. So you just need to have like permission to enter the campus. Otherwise, you're not required on campus. That's how things are right now.、Mm-hmm. And every other course that we have, we have like it's all it's all on Zoom. Like the entire student association is all all on Zoom. We are finding ways to connect and not like social distance, but not socially isolate ourselves. Right, right. And Marcelo,、uh, thank you for coming on again.、Uh, you are the F one expert. We definitely appreciate、uh, the last episode. A lot of our listeners got a lot out of it. This is different times now today.、Yep. So,、um, in terms for international students,、uh, what sort of recommendations do you have during this time period? Yeah, I think when you think about our international students being far from from home, being away from family, it's just a completely different dynamic from for them. You know, they are probably. Getting calls, getting emails on a daily basis from their relatives. I'm sure if I asked Hirsch、uh, that his family is is trying to understand just what is happening in the United States. So we have that that concern. And then, of course, on the job search front,、uh, the difficulties of our international students have really magnified due to the virus. So students have、uh, had a lot of difficulties navigating the job search process since、uh, our president,、uh, President Trump, signed on the executive order by American and Higher American, 
in 2017. So the, the landscape had been difficult prior to the virus. And now really it's a, it's a very uphill battle for our international students who are trying to figure out, am I going to be able to stay in the country after graduation or am I going to be pretty much forced to leave the United States once I get my degree? I know there's a lot of different uh, conversations and, and speculations, uh, especially when it comes to OBT in terms of like the the 90 day limit. And since this outbreak, has there been any sort of change, a government sort of reaction to this or response? Yeah, I have received uh, a lot of emails from international students wondering if the United States government has relaxed their regulations related to the length of stay that international students could have available to them after graduation. So technically today, you have 90 days of uh, unemployment, and that's the maximum. At day 91, you are automatically an illegal alien. You broke your immigration status if you stay in the United States past the 90 days of uh, the, the unemployment period after graduation. It's critical that international students don't just rely on any information they find on the internet related to this topic. It's critical that they, number one, validate validate anything they hear with the appropriate sources from their university. Another uh, reputable source of information would be the USCIS site. So that is a legit and that's an important and official source of information. Outside of that, be very careful, international students, with fake news and rumors or something you may have heard or an article somebody could have read. Unfortunately, a lot of people are trying to benefit in a very evil way from the crisis right now by creating fake articles. And in the international student world, that really exists, given the anxiety that international students are under, so they can be victims of this. So it's important to be careful, Ian. Uh, yeah. What type of misinformation have you been seeing being distributed? Ian, I would say the big question is, will students from the graduating class of 2020, will they have extra time to remain in the United States or not? That's the big question of the day. Yeah. You're so, getting ready for graduation. Exactly. Right. So like my <laughs> commencement has been postponed like indefinitely. We don't know if we'll have like an online commencement or we'll have a commencement next year with the new graduating class mm -hmm. or how is it going to turn out? But we don't have any news like like at least my school in Georgetown has been like it. the way they're very supportive of the international community so far. They have yeah. been. And they have like they have clearly said that this is a, these are the couple of things which still stand and we have no other information that has come out. So please don't trust any other source for now. Right. And so in terms of within your immediate friend group who are or other international students, what are some of the conversations, discussions and possibly concerns that you guys are having right now? And what's that sort of discussion during this time period? So the main problem is that, so I'm coming from a STEM degree, luckily, mm -hmm. but a lot of other students being a policy school, they are not from a STEM degree. Mm -hmm. So they have like, in fact, right now, even like everybody ha is applying for jobs and everything. They have, we have been recommended to broaden our search to get a job. But even now, if you have those alerts from LinkedIn or Indeed or any other like job portals, you're not getting alerts right now like mm -hmm. rarely anyone is hiring everybody's 
probably trying to transition over to this online platform or mm-hmm. people are just not hiring that's all right so so marcelo in terms of the job search what recommendations because obviously we don't know how long for the next couple of weeks or a couple of months there's definitely been a hiring freeze so um, what sort of recommendations do you have so international students can be best prepared yeah, are, there are several things we're recommending students to do, but perhaps uh, the number one recommendation of the day is to move away from technology and focus on relationships. If you're just going to rely on portals and job boards and the Internet to conduct your job search, you're really not going to be successful. You really have to rely on contacts, people who know you, people who care about you, people who like you and people who want to give you some support this moment of crisis. So the question we have for our international students is, are you reaching out to individuals you know? Are you asking them for help? International students who have invested time and effort to build a genuine network of individuals in the U.S. that could mentor and support them, those students at least have some uh, support in place. But if all you're doing is job searching, you and your computer and the internet, that's not a path to success. So Ian, the recommendation is relationships, genuine contacts, friendships, rely on those individuals to give you a little bit of help. Right. Um, And I imagine during this period right now, uh, a lot of work is being done remotely. So if you could emphasize those skills possibly because that's going to continue for the foreseeable future, remote work, webinar, technology, that sort of uh, skill set. And we're, we're definitely going through a transition Yeah, right now. We're going through a shift. I even have a, a couple of buddies saying, you know, oh, we, we should seriously think about the four day work week, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and, you know, be able to work from home because people are more productive, actually, with the, the shorter time frame, uh, which studies have shown. So I'm not sure who that's a call out to, but you know, that's just an idea. There's some research going on about this, but our international students are tech savvy. They've been using technology for a long time. They're part of the generation So you're right. Uh, Showing prospective employers that you can be an effective, productive uh, remote intern and you can fulfill your internship responsibilities remotely and being able to convey to employers that you're ready to do that, that you have the means and most importantly, that you have the motivation, the enthusiasm to conduct your summer project professionally from far away from your dorm, from your house. You're right, Ian, that is something that international students should emphasize because uh, while the higher ed world is not really used to the remote uh, world, many of us have been operating this way for years now. So it's really business as usual from that standpoint. So um, definitely international students should uh, convey to prospective employer their knowledge of webinar technologies and their comfort level being um, a presence in in their team remotely, that they know how to do that. 
I had one other question. Yeah, go. Yeah. Please, so, please. like, uh, like re- it was regarding the travel ban because you mm. talked about the U.S. Uh, the students, the domestic students, basically. But what if, say, somebody went yeah. to mm-hmm. say China or India right now, and then they have a CPT in place or like an OPT in place, and now that there's a lockdown or like tomorrow, U.S. says that you can't come if you're from so and so country, you can't just enter the U.S. What about like what about the students who might have a prospective like at. an yeah. OPT or a prospective job opportunity which they might want to still continue but because of the conditions so far they might not be able to enter the country like what what are you your views on that yeah you know your your university will counsel you on what to do but what I hear in general is do not leave the U S right I think that I don't I don't even know today if you're technically able to do that depending on what country you're going you're not able to I but you, you're course, saying people who are in another country yes yeah so I I think he was saying for people who are already in another country if they're in China right now and trying to get back to the US. Is yeah, that- well, the, the, they may not be able to do that right yeah. now, uh, but universities are are managing that uh, well, and that was the first uh, priority. Travel uh, has been impacted greatly, and there are rules in place uh, in terms of where you can go and where you cannot go, what countries you can enter, what countries you cannot enter, leave the U.S., enter the U.S. from another country. But this is I think the, the United States government is managing that very, very well. There are cr- clear guidelines at this point um, and international students are highly impacted by this because may some of them may want to go home right after graduation, but may yeah. not be able to. Right. So mm-hmm. uh, a lot of things up in the air, but definitely keep in touch with your university. And again, don't believe anything you hear from a friend, from me. Check the I right. I hope I want to believe you. <laughs> I have you on. <laughs> well, well, what I mean by that is. For the last 20 minutes, me. everything I said. <laughs> yeah. You, you can't believe me, but be careful with yeah. your uh, resources because a lot of people do try to appear uh, legit right now. And again, I believe that there are two main things, two main resources, university resources and USCIS, just to right. keep it simple for students. Those, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, uh, actually, I, I don't know why I didn't ask this. How are you doing? You good? You're taking your vitamin C pills and yeah. you know, well, resting, you know, getting tea? It is... Um, the, my company, the International Advantage, is observing what's happening um, at various different levels. Mm. Um, the situation is obviously extremely serious. I personally, I'm trying to live as normal of a life as I can. Uh, and the priority is to take care of our health, right? So I'm doing well, Ian. Uh, sad that uh, this situation is so serious. Mm. Um Sad that it's going to have so many implications, negative implications, short term for our international students who wanted to find U.S. employment. And of course, small and mid-sized businesses are really going to feel the impact. We're going to have to ride this wave together and support one another and be patient. Absolutely. Thank you for the question. Thank you so much. Thank you to Lee Researcher, Con Branch, Assistant Producers Luke Bianco and David White, and music by Brandon Williams. Follow Immigration Nerds on Twitter at IMMNerds and Erickson Immigration Group on LinkedIn. 
to join in the conversation. I'm Ian Gaines. See you next week.